On today's show, we're still celebrating the Dallas Mavericks series win. But it's time to look ahead to the Phoenix Suns, and we've got some big questions the Mavericks absolutely have to answer. We'll talk about all that and more on today's Lockdown Mavs. I'm Luka Lentich, and this is Lockdown Mavericks Podcast. Hey, hey, I don't believe you shouldn't be here. You're locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead, media member and NBA channel manager for the Locked On Podcast Network. Thanks for making Locked On Maps your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. We're subscribed to the show, and the best way you can help us is to comment anything below. Subscribe to the show, comment below. I'm gonna let her. I'm gonna let it ride today. Two days in a row, <laughs> let it ride. Let it ride. Might as well. Might as well. When you get the first playoff series win since 2011. Since that man did it, pointing to Dirk in my background, might as well let it ride. And joining me, as always, my co-host, contributor, writer at Mavs.com, the Sun Sun, the one more thing king. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? You know, just trying to recover from the sleep. Um, just, you know, got to... Oh, get ready. The grind of... Oh, get ready. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> of content producing. Thanks to everybody that's listened to the pod over the past few weeks. Uh, we've had some incredible oh. numbers, amount of people from literally around the world and the amount of people who's reached out. It's been really cool too. Um, just that a lot of you guys from different countries around the world shoot us a DM or comments in YouTube. Or see and, us in uh, person at games. I love that. I love yes. seeing people in person at games. Shout out. The amount of people who come up to Nick and say, hey, let it ride tomorrow. <laughs> It's amazing. Uh, but no, um, it's good. And now, to your point, yeah. we set an all time record last week for the most podcast downloads this podcast has ever gotten. And we keep building and we keep growing and we keep growing. And yeah, having Luca definitely helps. And it's been incredible for us. But it's because of you guys subscribing, listening, liking, the comments, all that stuff has helped us in so many ways. So we very much appreciate the Raccoon Squad shows up big in big moments, just like oh, yeah. Luka Doncic. <laughs> Uh, and, now, and now we shift, right? Like we become yeah. the under the underdogs. Oh, let's go! And it's you know it's we're kind of just closing the chapter of the Jazz. I think they're closing their own chapter on themselves. But <laughs> they're closing the book, the book, shout is, out to, the book is gone for them. <laughs> shout out to David Locke. But now we move our target to Brendan Clean. Yeah. And so if you want to go to his comments and say go Mavs go Mavs just go Mavs just a straight go Mavs and locked on Suns locked on Suns I don't know Brendan that well but I don't think he's going to be as fiery as David Locke no. when it comes to uh, no, the he's trash a good talk sport. a lot of, <laughs> lot of good numbers from him he's a you know reporter he covers the team kind of a fan but but yeah he's not going to be as trash talky as David Locke <laughs> that is for sure so but but this is setting up you know like here, here's the pathway here we just beat our our Portland now we're gonna face <laughs> from 2011. Now, yeah. Now we're gonna face a team that was in the finals the year before, mm-hmm. and then we we could play like an up and coming young team in Memphis, Memphis. in the conference wow. finals. Wow. And then who would be the super team? Hold on, the, I need to write this. This is a fine. movie script. It's like, hold on, do I have a pen? Uh, but realistically, we're the underdogs now, and we play arguably the best team in the league when they're fully healthy in the Phoenix Suns. Memphis the, young team. Yeah, make sure you jot that down. Team Let's that was in the co- finals last year that gets swept. Oh dang! 
Yep. And then up and coming. <laughs> but the Mavericks are the underdogs now. They absolutely are. The Mavericks are the underdogs. They're the underdogs on Bet Online for the series right now. The Mavericks are plus two twenty-five as the underdog, which is actually lower than I thought it was going to be. The, the Suns are a minus two sixty-five favorite. Uh, for example, the Celtics are a minus two ten favorite against the Bucks. So like it, mm. it's just barely like they're not they're not saying that the the Suns should just roll over this Mavericks team, which is kind of good to hear, right? But yeah. the Mavericks are the underdogs. If you look in Game One, they already have the odds up on Bet Online. Uh, the Suns are a six-point favorite in that game. The Suns are at home. They'll have Devin Booker. They'll have some days rest. The Mavericks will have days rest too, but days rest I think is going to benefit the, the Suns. We'll talk about that in a minute. But the Mavs are the underdog, and hey, this season is already a success. What did we all say? What did everybody say? What did you say? What did every single Maverick that sat across from us you know, at media day say? Is that What would make this season a success? Winning a first-round series. That was the first goal. Got to get past that first. And boom, they did it. I think anything else that the Mavericks get after this is going to be extra and, and going to be yeah. even more awesome. It's yeah, I agree with you. I, I think you know this season is a success. You made it past the first round. You know, obviously we have our preferences, right? Like if they lose this series, can Dubs. we at least can we at least win a couple? You Dubs. know, like you know, can we can we at least go to six games? You know, even <laughs> you know, get a game in there. But here's the, here's the thing: if they do shock the world and they beat the Suns, yeah. Then you know you can beat anybody, right? Like then you have Correct. the confidence to whoever you face in the conference finals, whoever you face in the finals. If you beat the Phoenix Suns, you know you can beat anyone. Which they would say that now, say, "Hey, we feel like we can beat anybody." But there, there's something to have that you know behind them if they be, actually beat the Suns. If were you gonna say something? Which is what the the 2011 Mavs did to the Lakers when they swept them. It was like, yeah, the, that Lakers team wasn't like the number one team in the NBA like the Suns team is, but they were the two-time champions and they came in the Mavs swept them like all of a sudden that just gave them so much confidence after that oh if we can take that team down the way that we just did all of a sudden now they have so much confidence and to your point this Suns team was the best game best team in the NBA by eight games yeah eight game eight whole games they were the number three offense the number three defense like that just doesn't happen a lot of times in the nba you look for okay who are the four to five teams sometimes even less than that that are in the top 10 in offensive rating and defensive rating the best teams in offensive efficiency and defensive efficiency and those are the teams that can win the title because you're good enough on both sides of the ball you don't get teams that are top five top three in on both sides of the ball very often this phoenix suns team was yeah, and so you go to the, the other side of saying, all right, let's say they lose the series. Like, a yeah. lot of people will, pre- will predict them to Everyone lose the series. I, I don't know if anybody and will pick the maps. I will say that Josh Robbins, great, good writer for The Athletic, wrote a you know wrote a piece talking to a, a scout, an exec, and a coach around the league. One of them actually picked the, the Mavs to, to beat the Suns in the series. One of <laughs> The them coach also, was Jared Dudley. <laughs> <laughs> the scout in that piece also said that Torrey Craig could guard Luka Doncic. <laughs> so go read that story, but we'll but if, to guard him. if they if they lose the series to the Suns, it's also a big learning moment too, right? Like if you walk out of the series and you lose to the Suns, let's say in five games or yeah. six games, then you're gonna see what it what what it takes to be the best team in in the playoffs to see what because yeah. the Suns if they beat Dallas they they're still gonna be my pick to go to the finals whoever they face in that second round probably or second round the conference finals but. I think Dallas will learn a lot about their team and they'll learn about about the style of their team too, because I think an underrated storyline of this series is 
I think it could be a career defining series for DeAndre Ayton because if he goes out there and goes against Dwight Powell and they, and he just dominates and he has just a monster series and they beat Dallas in like five, then there's no, like everything's on Phoenix has to do everything they can to keep him. He's one of the best young bigs in the league. It's a big moment for him. If Dallas comes out and they, they go small again and they really take advantage of him and pick and rolls and all this stuff, then man, like that changes kind of like the story around him. And it shows Dallas of, Hey, this style can, can go even against a guy who actually has some offensive moves down low compared to just Rudy Gobert. Or if it's the opposite, if DeAndre Ayton kills him and he's the main reason why they beat, they beat the Mavericks, then it might entice Dallas to saying, you know what? We really do need to go out and get a big this summer. Got to go get Andre Drummond after that. Okay. So peace <laughs> out. Boom. No. But all that to say the Mavs are underdogs. They should be. This Suns team is incredibly good. They're, they're, you know, they won how many games did they win in the regular season? Like 64 games in the regular season? 60 64 something. and 18. I mean, A teams lot. don't win 64 games that often. It's probably it's happened less than 30 times in NBA history that a team has won that many games in the regular season. They've been an incredible team in the clutch. They've been incredible all over the place. And so use that to color all the ways that you think about this series, right? The Mavs are the underdog. There's just no yeah. coloring that. Uh, in any other way. So use that in all the other stats we're going to bring up in this. Use that. Uh, view it through that lens. Is that the Mavs are the underdogs, and these are ways that they could pull off a dare we say we dare we say we believe we believe Mavs situation. But coming and, up, and there's a, there's a lot of optimism in our comments even from yesterday. Like yes. Mavs in four, man. Like we're not trying to kill optimism. We're just laying the groundwork of like this is everybody's talking about the Suns for a reason. They're a really dang good team. So we're being realistic here. And if the Mavs win multiple games or even the series, that sh- it should be looked at as an incredible, incredible accomplishment, yeah. right? Like, but it goes both ways. It goes, hey, if they lose, then you know the Suns team was supposed to win. But if they win, but if the Mavs win, then all of a sudden it becomes an incredible achievement. So, yeah. coming up, let's get into what this ser- what the series is going to be. The schedule has come out, so we'll talk about the lack of rest. Who is that going to benefit? We'll talk about do any of the matchups in the regular season matters. So we'll talk about that and more. But before we do, let me tell you about Built Bar. It's a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. They're delicious. We love them. The best part, they're healthy and delicious. No more sacrificing delicious food or health. With Built Bar, you got both. And it's easy. All you have to do is go to Built.com, order now, use the promo code LOCKED15. That's LOCKED15 to get 15% off your entire order. I've just been, tw- I think I'm just going to tweet them every day to bring back the coconut brownie chunk and to bring back the, the, the brownie batter puff. Those are my two favorite. They're not available now, but other good ones. Mint go brownie. in the reviews and leave Go Maps. <laughs> <laughs> we should go to the reviews. <laughs> they tweet their reviews sometimes. Maybe we should leave, their, leave reviews on there. The cookies and cream are always solid. That's uh, Mavs draft. That's Richard's favorite. Mint brownie is, is, uh, one of, is my favorite one that's left on the board right now. Churro puff is incredible. Uh, that mint brownie bar, 130 calories, 17 grams of protein, 4 grams of sugar. It's a bar that's absolutely delicious. Again, the promo code is LOCKED15 to get delicious Built Bars at Built.com. All right, Isaac Harris, thanks for making Lockdown Maps your first listen for your next listen. Check out the Lockdown NFL Draft Show. We've done an incredible NFL Draft Show over this weekend. It's been awesome to watch. It's in studio at WFAA in Dallas. Got to go see those guys today. I've been working on some of the social media stuff for that. And uh, it's been incredible. So go check it out at Lockdown NFL YouTube channel. All right, Isaac. The Mavericks versus the Suns schedule came out. And it was interesting to me. There's there's no, there's no back-to-backs in the, in the playoffs. So we know that. But 
sometimes you get a couple of days here, a couple of days here. We had multiple days off twice in the Jazz series. Uh, but in this series, there's one day off between every single game except for a potential game six and seven. So game one, game two, game three, game four, game five, and game six. There's only one day off in between all of those. Starts on Monday, then Wednesday, Friday, Sunday, Tuesday, Thursday. Goes all the way through that. Thinking about 36-year-old Chris Paul. Thinking about Devin Booker with his you know, injury. Thinking about Luka Doncic with his calf strain that he had. Who do you think the, the lack of rest benefits the most as far as a team that uh, you know is, is coming into this series? Benefits? Oh, gosh. The lack of rest benefits. I mean, I, I mean, I guess Dallas just because, you know, Chris Paul. I mean, I, I think they both have their it, – it, I think one of the underrated parts for Dallas is closing that series out in six to where now both of you have the same amount of rest going into the series – both of you have what three days, three and a half days, you know, going into the series because you both close your, you know, your series in six right. there on the same exact night. So at least they got that. I mean, I guess if you, if you want to say it just because, you know, Luca obviously has his calf thing, you know, Devin Booker has his hamstring thing that both played, you know, in the past games. I guess Dallas, and I just don't want to, and because Chris Paul, you know, their second, you know, best player is in his late thirties. So I guess if you want to say an advantage, it'd be Dallas. Chris, it's it's not a clear advantage. I would say that yeah. it is something definitely to to note for sure because we've seen Chris Paul try to carry this team, and we've seen Chris Paul have two games in the Pelican series where he just looked like he didn't have it. Game two and game four, and both of those games came off of one day rest. Now. He also had game five and six that also came off of one day rest where he went 22 and 11 and he went 33 uh, and eight with 14 straight shots that he made. So this is not a rule. This is not one of our like rules of the series, but Chris Paul has not been incredible on just one day rest in the, in the Pelican series. And in, in the regular season, uh, the regular season, he shot a little bit worse with just one day off compared to two days off. He shot 55% from the floor with two days off compared to 48% from the floor with one day um, rest. Luca also actually shot a little bit worse when he had multiple days off compared to when he had just one day off. But I think that's, in I think that's interesting. And that's something to note uh, as we see how these guys respond to their injuries, Booker, Luca, and then Chris Paul injury, just being old. Um, yeah. yeah. And then let's look at the, the regular season real quick. The Mavs and the Mavs and uh, Suns played three times in the regular season. And the games don't show us pretty much like pretty much anything. So if anybody said if anybody comes out and says to you, "Oh, the Suns beat them three times in the regular season," that that can't be an excuse for anything. You literally no. cannot take any of those results and say anything about it. The Suns have not seen this Mavericks team like this. Um, and uh, they played two times in, in back to back. They played November seventeenth, November nineteenth. Luca and Maxi both missed those two games. The Mavericks obviously lost both those games, but Luca and Maxi were both out. KP and Tim Hardaway Jr. started in both of those games. And in the first game, they played 67 combined minutes. And the second game, they played 65 combined minutes. So those two games, just literally the Mavericks are complete different, a completely different team than what they saw in November. Then January 20th, when the Mavericks had kind of turned the corner a little bit, Aiton was out for that game. Luka did play, but Aiton was out. And then 
Porzingis and Tim Hardaway Jr. played 50 combined minutes in that in that game. Tim came off the bench, but all these games happened before the Dinwiddie Porzingis trade, and so this is just a completely different team from when the Suns saw the Mavs in the regular season. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I I don't have any. You know, it was right before Tim broke his foot that that third time they played, but Dallas looks completely different. Luka didn't play in two of those three games. Aiden didn't play in the last one, and you know those are not just role players. You know, <laughs> if you want to try to take something away from the teams, like you got to take it away from the core pieces being there. And you just, I don't like doing it, even if they're fully healthy. I don't like trying to pull something like, hey, back in November second, you know, they played and blah blah blah. I don't even like doing that, but especially because so many players were out in these three matchups, and as before the big trade for Dallas that completely changed their team. I, I don't honestly don't care about the other three matchups. What's another big question the Mavericks have going into the series? Well, I, I think they got to we got to figure out who Mikel Bridges guard guards. Um, we love Mikel Bridges. Gosh, we loved him going into the draft, and we still, drafted him in our mock draft, didn't we? I think so. I think we did one year. I had him really, we, really. We've high done like we've done like almost. I think this will be our sixth one this year. We've done we drafted um, Mitchell for sure, but. Mikel, you know, Mikel is, you know, best buds with JB. So, you know, that's a fun subplot of this. Um, he guards Luke. They went to school together at Villanova. For yeah. Those that don't follow college basketball. Yeah. Went to school at, at Nova together with Jay Wright and, with um, Pascal. yeah, Pascal, Murray Spellman, Dante DiVincenzo. Um, he guards Luca really well. And I think the natural thing is for him to guard Luca, but actually, and I'm probably going to be wrong in this, but, I actually don't think he does. I think that I think Phoenix would will put him on Brunson mm. and try to take Brunson out of the series and say <clears throat> because I think teams going against Dallas try to do one of two things, right? They try to either take out the supporting cast, take out Brunson, take out the shooters and say, "Hey, we're going to let Luka cook," or they try to contain Luka and say, "All right, Brunson and the shooters, y'all beat us." Yeah, Luka, you got to be a pa- either Luka can be a scorer or Luka can be a passer, right? Teams yes. try to do one of those two things. And I think Phoenix will take the route of Luca. You can be the scorer. We'll try to take away the pass. And I think that they will try to stay home on the shooters. I think they'll try to put bridges on Brunson and try to just take him out of the series and say, Hey, Jay Crowder, Cam Johnson, let's just put you out there with Luca and just let Luca score for 40 a game in the series. And hopefully that we'll outscore, we'll outscore you in the other ways. And we'll try to take out the shooters and all of that. I could be wrong. I don't know, but that's just my guess. But these are the options, either bridges, who's their best perimeter defender. And then they'll probably throw Crowder on the other one, right? Guards, Luca or guards Brunson. I don't know if there's another option for him. And bridges has been incredible. Bridges has been really, really good guarding. Uh, he was good guarding, Ingram, for the most part in that series, Ingram had some pretty good games, but Bridges has been good guarding Luka in the in the re- past regular seasons that they've had uh, when, when Luka has actually played in the past. So that'll be interesting to see. I think he takes Luka from the start because I think that they'll they'll just try to take, like throw the best that they can, and their team defense is good enough now that they can, uh, they don't have to, you know, they don't have to be cute with it. <laughs> like their their yeah. defense, right? Like I don't think they have to be super cute with anything. And then also, who are you going to throw on Luca if you don't throw bridges on him? Is it Crowder? Is it Tory Craig? Is it you know? I mean, Tory Craig can guard him. Is it, is it Cam Johnson? According to an <laughs> anonymous coach or scout across the league, but, uh, but and, is, is, and it, was it one of those guys? Like Luca takes all those takes advantage of all those guys. 
Yeah, but but I think that's the thing of like if you're the team, you say, hey, we'll just like Luca. Yeah, he's gonna take advantage of those guys, but let's try to take away all the shooters because that's where Luca gets dangerous to where he can hit these guys in the corners and all that. The Suns are also really good at defending the three pointer. You look at yeah. three opponent three point attempts uh, per game; they're tenth in the league. I mean, um, they're they're fourth in the league in opponent three point makes per game at just eleven. They, so they, they don't allow very many makes. No, just eleven a game in the in the regular season. So they're good at closing out. They're good at staying home on the on those threes there. So you know what breaks with that because we both know that Dallas loves you know to to get those threes off. And we talked about that last series about to try to get up to that forty mark. So that's that's another thing that kind of played into my thinking of that. Of if they stay home on their shooters, it might result in you know Luca getting some layups here and there. But or, what? This could be a Dinwiddie series. Ooh, ooh, Dinwiddie. I hope. I hope for yep. him this is a Dinwiddie series. Um, because yeah, the Mavericks have have you know, they have a, a different situation. Okay, if Bridges is on Luca or Brunson, depending on which one of us are right there, then who's on Dinwiddie? And who's on the other one, right? They have that that whole yeah. decision to make. Uh, and coming up, I have one stat for you that I think could define this series. Could define this could Oh, def- here we go. Could define here we this go. season. I have one stat that could define this series. We'll talk about that and more coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about Bet Online. We've been talking about Bet Online at the beginning of this. They have Game One already ready for Mavericks versus Suns. The Suns are a six-point favorite against the Dallas Mavericks. So if you're feeling good about the Mavs in Game One, to come out and surprise and get a, get get one all of a sudden, or if they just keep it close, keep it within six points, put some money on the Mavs. You can go check that out. The Heat, cool. They open as an eight-point favorite, and the Sixers don't have don't have Joel Embiid. That one is a brutal one for the Sixers. Uh, I'm surprised the Heat aren't a bigger favorite in that one. It's because they got James Harden. <laughs> okay. The Celtics are a four-and-a-half-point favorite in game one against the Bucks, so you can go check that out. Check out series odds. Check out NBA props. Oh, they have some props for, for Mavs, Suns. Uh, the correct score, Suns four. Oh, the Suns win in five, so they win four to one. Is plus three oh five. Mavericks sweep is a plus twenty eight hundred. So if you put down a hundred bucks and the Mavs sweep, you'll win two thousand eight hundred dollars. <laughs> nice. Feeling good about feeling good about that one, baby. <laughs> uh, go check out all those odds. Bet online. It's where the game starts. All right, Isaac Harris. Let's just get into it. I have a stat for you that I think will define that this this series for the for the uh, Dallas I'm Mavericks here. or the Suns. Okay, I gotta walk. You, I gotta walk you there before I get before I get there. Okay. Oh crap! Here we go. The Suns in the regular season, number three offense, number three defense. They were also number eight in pace. Yeah. Pace is huge. They were they played very fast. Top half of teams in top ten teams in pace in the regular season. The Mavericks, the lowest of the low. Literally, they played like a '90s, early 2000s basketball team. They played so slow. Like the Mavericks played incredibly slow, slower than anybody in the league by like three or four possessions, which is huge in the NBA. That is massive. I think that matters. Suns in the playoffs. They had the they've had the number four offense. They had the number fifteen defense, which I found interesting against the Pelicans. They did, their defense did not hold up very well against the Pelicans. Interesting to note. But the big thing for the Suns is the clutch. The Suns yeah. in the clutch. I've been calling it this all season. They sunburn teams. They just they hang around and hang around and hang around. And sometimes they don't even hang around. Sometimes they get down 15, 10, whatever. And then all of a sudden the fourth quarter comes around. They go on like a 22 to 3 run and they just blow teams out. Okay. 
their offense in the regular seats in the regular season. I already told you it was number three overall. You're excited for this. It's 116.1 points per 100 possessions was their offense. Okay. Their offense in the clutch, 131.6 points per 100 possessions. <sighs> I need my shady rays. That's their, too bright. <laughs> their, their offense got way better, way better and more efficient. Their defense got way better and more efficient. They shot 69 nice. percent true shooting in the clutch. That is the number one by like five percentage points. Huge. And the Suns in the regular season were the number three team in pace in the clutch. So they went from number Get eight in the, just for the regular season games to number three in the clutch as terms of pace. They play fast in the clutch. Now, the Mavericks somehow, <laughs> Palpatine returned, somehow got even slower in the clutch. The Mavericks mm. went from uh, 95.6 possessions a game to 91.9. They got even slower in the clutch. The Suns speed up in the clutch. The Mavericks slow down in the clutch. That is huge. And so I went and looked, and here's my stat. The team that changed the most or got the slow, like slowed down the most from regular season pace to clutch in the regular season pace, the Mavericks. <laughs> they were 3.7 uh, possessions slower in the clutch. The team that got the fastest, they got, you know, that sped up the most in the clutch, the Blazers, then the Thunder, bad teams. The bad teams always play fast in the clutch. And then the Suns, the Suns were four possessions faster. Like, we're literally seeing the opposite. What the Suns like to do is they like to make quick decisions, they like to act fast in the clutch, and the Mavericks like to slow everything down. The pace is going to determine so much in this series. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> it's incredible. <laughs> great, great work. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> that could define the whole series. <laughs> could define the season, really. <laughs> the whole season. Well, as the season one, was already might, de- it was say. already defined earlier in the year. That five. I'm not a doctor, start. so <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> What no? In a lot of ways, you're seeing the opposites a, a lot. You see the opposites with pace. You yeah. see, you see the opposites um, when it comes to like three point shooting. Like the Suns are 26 in the league in three point attempts per game. They like to, sh- they like, they love to take a lot of twos. This is the opposite of Utah. You know, right? Like we went into that series saying, "Hey, we got to force Utah to take twos. Well, Phoenix loves to take you know take twos they don't even take a ton of threes but when they do take threes they have some you know like cam johnson's a 42 percent you know three-point shooter so it's just they don't take a lot of them because they they love the mid-range they can they can get to the mid-range with booker and chris paul and those guys so are you gonna say something what do the mavs love to do on defense we've been telling you this all year the mavs what they try to do is they try to Limit the amount of threes that you can take and get you to take mid-range shots. Get you to take long twos. Keep you away from the rim as much as they can. They don't do a great job of that, but they try to keep you away from that and get you to take long twos. Guess who's going to take long twos? (laughs) Chris Paul, who just does it for a living, and Devin Booker. They're going to take long twos, and they did it in the clutch against this Mavericks team. And I know we can't take much from the regular season, but they beat them in the clutch in all three of those games. And how they did it was they just can get shots. The Mavericks yeah. will allow them to take those shots and they'll take them right in the mid-range. Mavs can't get cute in the clutch with this series. Like no. they, you know, there was a couple moments there in that Utah series where it's just it's stagnated what they're doing. Luca's just holding the ball and you can't have that against the, them. The Mavs benefited from so many jazz mistakes in the clutch. That will not yeah. happen in this Sun series, right? Like 
you want to see a series go like a sweep is if the Mavs make the same kind of, you know, oh, well, we'll just wait for the we'll just wait for the other team to make a mistake and us capitalize on it in the clutch. Like that's not going to happen. That's a that's a recipe for a sweep right there. Yeah. <laughs> if the Mavs if the Mavs mess around and do that, they have to know what they're doing, get into it, know what they're, you know, they have to be really well coached in the clutch in this. All right, let me throw at you some things for Dallas to have a what's some areas that for Dallas to have a shot or like what's some ang- angles to this that Dallas could take advantage of. So this so the Suns foul a lot. Mm. So they're tw- they're 24th in the league in personal fouls and they're 23rd in the league in opponent free throw attempts. Mm. So they foul they foul a ton. So more than ever, I think this is something we're going to track. This is something I'm going to track a lot in the series is free throw attempts for Dallas and how well they shoot those free throws. For them to have a shot in this series, they're going to get their free throw attempts, okay? Because Suns foul. Yep. They have to hit them at a high percentage. And then they don't get fouled. The, the Suns free throw rate is very low for their offense. Yeah, so they got to hit these free throws. They were 79% so far in the first round. Dallas was, we need, let's, you know, maybe before the series starts, let's put a number out of like Dallas has to shoot 85% or whatever it is, 83% in the series to have a shot in this, you know, in the series. I like it. Also, they need to force Phoenix to more ISO. So only 4.9% of their offense possessions this season were in isolation. It was, 24th in the league in points per possession for Phoenix. Four, they you run, say, did you say 4.9%? Percent, yeah. This like is five, to, 5% of their 5% offense. of their offensive possessions in isolation. We've been talking about polar opposites. <laughs> I, I know. The Suns right there. It, so this is according to Synergy, 24th in the league in that in points per possession. So maybe try to force them into more isolation stuff. You know, obviously they have Chris Paul and Booker and those guys, but they love to move the ball. They love, you know, assist and all that. But here's here's the biggie. Is this the Dwight Powell series? Because mm. one thing that they struggle in a lot, and even looking at DeAndre Ayton in the New Orleans series, I was looking at some of his numbers, but just starting with the regular season first, the Suns allow 1.18 points per possession to the pick and roll man in the regular season. That's 25th in the league in points per possession. You got to attack DeAndre Ayton in the pick and roll. Mm. And if there's if there's a team to do that, it's it's Dallas and it's with Luka Doncic and Dwight Powell. Now it was kind of the opposite in the New Orleans series. They still got uh, obliterated in the pick and roll. Phoenix did with DeAndre Ayton, except it was the actual the guy the pick and roll ball handler. It was CJ McCollum that was torching him. So either way, DeAndre Ayton struggles in the pick and roll. That's an obvious, and and you know Dallas knows that. So this could we could see like it wouldn't shock me if Dwight Powell goes from getting 10 minutes in that game six against Utah to getting like 30 minutes in this game one. And we're seeing an even more like Luka, like it could be so much that we're like, all right, we know you like run this play. You run it every single freaking time. (laughs) So it's just, he struggles. DeAndre Ayton does struggle in the pick and roll, whether it's Luka coming off of it and scoring, whether it's finding Dwight Powell's role, man, I'm really curious on how they do that. And that could be an area that they could exploit the Suns in. And we've never seen, we haven't seen Luca and Dwight Powell this year play against Aiton this year. It hasn't happened this season. So this is yeah. something new that the Mavericks should be rolling out there. And, it, and, and since the trade, we haven't seen it. So yeah. interesting stuff. We'll have a crossover with Brendan Clean. We're going to do two parts with him for your Saturday and for your, or for your Sunday and for your Monday episodes. So we'll have that all ready to go for you. And uh, so be looking out for the crossover. Guys. Round two vibes, baby. Round two vibes. Let's go.
feeling good about it. Guys, thanks so much for listening to Live Maps. Peace out. Boom!